Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message.
Are you excited to be in the presence of the Lord? If you are excited, let me hear your voice. A louder scream. Scream to the Lord. Scream unto the Lord. You see, when you are excited, you make some noise. But your quietness is not showing the excitement that is in you. It's a swollen Sunday, but the church is not swelled. I see a whole lot of spaces. But this church shall be filled in the name of Jesus. Every seat here is a soul, and it shall be filled in the name of Jesus. I said, in the name of Jesus. Why don't you lift up your hands? Surrender your mind, your soul, your body unto the Lord for what is coming unto you. That you will be receptive to the word of God that is coming. That God will give you the ears to hear. He will give you the heart to be receptive to the word. He will give you a temperament that you will tolerate what is coming this morning. My God, in the name of Jesus. That you will not be sitting down on your own, but you will allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you today in the mighty name of Jesus. Lift up your hands. Lifting up your hands is a sign of surrounding yourself, stating to the Lord that you are nothing without Him. So Lord, I surrender unto you. I surrender unto you. I surrender unto you. Maroble, rebro sibi atabando. Let your word, O God, manifest over your people. Spirit of the Lord, my King, my Savior, Lebrondo Lebrashantalaba. Karonde, Sibri Atabando Lebreshendebe. Oh my Siga Jesus Christ. Oh my Siga. Your hands is down. Oh, 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 oh. 
pray that Lord you will anoint my lips Holy Spirit may your presence that is in this auditorium the presence that is upon this church the presence that is upon our prophet Bishop Dr. Edward Mills Lord let that anointing Holy Spirit be upon me this morning that I may not speak my own words but let the Spirit of the Lord speak through me oh God Father that you will give your people the ears to hear well oh God and a heart to be receptive to your word that they will not live this place the same but your word Holy Spirit would manifest over them change their hearts if there is anyone who has come here with a burden Lord let that burden be removed through your word if there's anyone who has come here with sickness oh God let your word heal that person oh God in the name of Jesus let this auditorium be the auditorium of the pool of Bethesda that when the God of Almighty God when you stir up your word and drop onto your people that they will receive their breakthrough that they will receive their healing that they will receive the grace of God which is abandoned to us have your own way Holy Spirit we thank you for your presence in Jesus name Amen, amen. why don't you give a clap offering unto the Lord Please be seated in the presence of the Lord. You are all welcome to Manhattan Kodesh family. Um, today is a swollen Sunday and I believe God is here with us. By the time you leave this auditorium, depending on how you receive the word, you will not leave this place the same. Something will come over you. I think I might need an interpreter. Is there anybody who, do, who is here now that do not understand? Who cannot understand English now, please? It's okay. Thank you very much. It is my prayer that God will minister to us today. What I'm going to share with you is not something that you have not heard it before. It's a message that you probably have heard it over and over. And I'm not sure. Bible says that the word of God is a light unto our feet and a lamp unto our path. It means no matter how you hear the word of God, no matter how many times you hear it, as long as you can receive the word, every time you hear that word, God will speak to you. Because depending who is preaching and depending who is sharing, the revelation that is coming is totally different. That is the reason why the book the first three gospels of Jesus Christ does not say the same words. Meanwhile, they heard from Jesus Christ. All of them were sitting under the feet of Jesus, listening to him. But when they were writing the gospel that Jesus spoke to them, everybody is, this, is different, but it's, it's the same. Hallelujah. So I really want you to relax, be comfortable, sit down, and hear what is coming. I, 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 my message is short, so if you can hold, unless you want to go to the bathroom right now. But if not, sit tight, hold your bladder. I believe your bladder can hold your urine for the next two hours. Hallelujah, I believe. Dr. Ekuyampadu, true or false? No matter how edgy you want to, you can still hold it for two hours. 
and you will be fine. It doesn't mean that my message is going to take two hours. I'm just sharing it with you. Amen. Some of you who are here that have been invited by the members of this church, the, the, the invitation says the great invitation. The great invitation. Then you wonder, what is, does it mean to be invited to come to this service? Some of you, your family members had had parties, but you were never invited. And you get upset why I was not invited. <laughs> Look, you know, most times those who do parties, they do invite, invite those that they love. People that they can really flow with. People that they really love, that they can laugh with. That when they come, they will not criticize them. When they come, even when things are not going well, they will still be happy with them. That is the reason why you were not invited. <laughs> because they know that when you come, you will criticize them. They will know that you will find something wrong after all the dance that you will dance and all the food that you will eat and all that they give to you, you will still find something that did not look right before your eyes. So that is the reason why they don't invite you. But guess what? There is somebody who do not care whether you will criticize him, whether you will say something good or bad, whether you will do whatever it is, he will still invite you. I said he will still invite you. And that person's name is Jesus Christ. I said that person's name is Jesus Christ. Today he has invited you to this auditorium. And he is going to give you all that you need. And all that you want. And your life will never be the same. The title of my message is very long. But the message is very short. The title of my message is Great Invitation and Come with Your Burden. It's a good place to put your hands together. <laughs> you know, our father is not here. Our father, Reverend Kwame Owusu Deko, he's not here today. That is why I am standing here in this office which I am not worthy but it's only by the grace of God every time I stood in this auditorium I count my blessings and I begin to express my gratitude towards what the good Lord has done for me I say what the good Lord has done for me I don't think I'm worthy to speak the gospel of Jesus Christ unto you. But by his grace, he has given me a tongue of learned to speak his word to you. If only you can open your heart to be receptive. Only you can clear your ears. Let the wax of everything that has blocked you from hearing hear well. Your life will never be the same. I'm standing in this office because of the submission of the Holy Spirit that has known unto me to listen to his word. So I urge you also to sit and submit yourself to the word of God that is coming unto you. That being said, that is the reason why Reverend Kwame is not here. 
um, he will love to be here, but whenever you don't see Reverend Kwame, it doesn't mean that he's finding his comfort in his own place and sleeping. He's wherever he always is, he's doing the missionary work or the gospel of Jesus Christ. So you will by all means see our father preaching to you the next time you come to church. Hallelujah. Great invitation and come with your burden. That is the message. Luke chapter 14, verse 16. I'm preaching from this book written by our father, Bishop Doug Howard Mills, called How to Preach Salvation. Today, the gospel of salvation are not preaching in the church because it's not worthy anymore. What is important to us is the bless me messages. Many Christians, if they do not have what they want, they don't see the gift of the Holy Spirit to them. Church, the greatest gift that has ever been given is salvation. I said the greatest gift that has ever been given to you is salvation. So if you have salvation, you have everything. I said if you have salvation, you have everything. So hear the word of God. Luke 6, 14 verse 16. The Bible says, if your Bible is very good Bible, the written is read. Then said he unto him, a certain man made a great supper and bade many. The word bade is invite, is invitation. If you read the uh, Message Bible, it says, or New International Version, it says bade. Jesus followed up. For there was once a man who threw a great dinner, great dinner party, and invited many. When it was time for dinner, he sent out his servant to the invited guests, saying, Come on in. The food's on the table. Then they all began to beg off. They all began to beg off. One after the other, making excuses. The first said, I have bought a piece of property and need to go and need to look it over, send my regrets. Church, this is exactly what is happening. I believe most of you here invited many people from your workplaces or some of your family members. You told them, we are here, we are going to have a church service. And you want them to come and hear the word of God. But they gave an excuse. Stating that I may not be able because I have bought a piece of property. And that property need to look it over. You have bought a property. And your property need to look over. Who is going to look over that property for you? Yourself? And if it's yourself, who gave you that property? And if he has given to you, do you think he is not enough to look it over for you? That you have to give that excuse. You know, we have become believers that our secular life is more important than going to church these days. The things that we can acquire, the things that we can achieve on our own are more important than serving God. Many of us has prayed to God to give them money to buy properties, to start businesses. 
When God blesses them, now God becomes secondary. The time that they were looking for such, they fasted. They prayed. As a matter of fact, they sowed seed more than they could. Now God heard their cry. Church, you are not different from the people who were in Israel when they were in slavery, when they were in bondage, when they were struggling. They prayed that one day God would send somebody to come and deliver them and save them. The Lord heard their prayers and sent somebody. And that person that God sent wasn't even, didn't even want to go. But God gave him the word. He says, Lord, I cannot even speak. He was so afraid because he had done something from that place where he is being sent back to. He was a murderer. And if he goes back, chances of him being killed was very high. But he sacrificed it all and went back. And when he went back and was able to bring them out of the land of Egypt, they went through one of the greatest miracles that has ever happened in life. Still, they were murmured. Still, they were ungrateful. This is exactly what is happening. This is what is happening to us nowadays. We pray to God and we ask God, Father, help us. Help me, oh God. Help me to buy this property for I want to build a house for my family. Then when God give you the money to buy the land, the land become your God. You, become, you, be, you, you begin to serve that land. Every money that you get, it goes to that land. Every time that you have, goes to that land. To the point you dedicate your whole life to the land that God himself has given unto you. You don't even have time to serve God anymore. For he is not worthy anymore. He has given you what you need. Church, God has the whole world in his hand. There's a song that says that. He got the whole world in his hand. You all went to Sunday school. In his hand. In his hand. You sing this song. But yes, so you are working to get the whole world. Whom the father who created you can give you that world. He has it all in his hand. Don't take my, my, my scripture away, please, my dear sister. Verse 18. Can you move over to 19, please? Another said, I just bought five teams of oxen, and I really need to check them out. Send my regrets. I have really, the word is really, how important it is to go and take care of the teams of oxen rather than coming to church to hear the word of God. Since you were born, you have never been invited to a party. And someone has made a fresh food, free of charge, inviting you to come and eat. And you said you don't want to. Verse 20. And yet another said, I just got married. Eish. And need to get home to my wife. For that pleasure. For that pleasure, you are given an excuse to come to church. For that three minutes pleasure, I just got married. 
I just got married. So I cannot come to church. Pastor, I know you want me to come and hear the word of God, but I just got married. I just found a new wife. Remember this. Listen. When God created Adam, he was alone. And Adam was talking to animals. He was very happy talking to animals. And as Adam was happy with the animals, talking, singing with them, the Lord said, it's not good for a man to be alone. And the Lord put him to sleep and pulled a rib of Adam and created a woman. That's the reason why she was called a woman. And when the woman came, Adam started singing a song. This is the bone of my bones, the flesh of my flesh. How beautiful a woman is. For that matter, Adam stopped fellowshipping with God. He, he started fellowshipping with the woman. And as he was fellowshipping, somehow, we don't know how that happened. Something happens. And Adam forsook the woman. And when he forsook the woman, Satan engaged the woman. This is something that he said, God has been gracious to him. So he started singing, this is the bone of my bones, the flesh of my flesh. All of a sudden, that flesh has separated from him. No more conversation, no more communication, no more eating together, no more taking showers together. Everybody is on his own. So Satan engaged the weaker vessel. And when Satan engaged her, something happens. And the daddy came to the garden and says, Adam! Then prior to that, when God is coming, Adam approached God. He missed him on his way. This time, he was hidden. And when the Lord asked Adam, Adam, where are you? Adam said, I am hidden. He says, God said, why? He says, the woman that brought. Did you hear that? The woman that what? You see, God made that woman. That is when the accusation started. I am just trying to show you, do not give excuse because of your wife to come to church. There's no such an excuse that I just got married so I cannot come to church. There's no such an excuse that I have a husband so I can that I need to cook for my husband, that I need to prepare the table, I need to polish his shoes or iron his clothes so I cannot come to church. Your salvation is more important to God than your husband or than your wife. When God comes back, two of us will not be judged together. Myself and my wife, we will be judged accordingly. Accordingly. God will not pull us together and says, Nana Dankwa, because you didn't do this for your wife, you are going to hell. No. God will judge me according to my works. So it is for my wife. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. And yet, another said, I just got married. 
and need to get home to my wife. Verse 21. The servant went back and told the master what had happened. He was outraged and told the servant quickly, get out into the city streets and alleys. Collect all who look like they need a square meal. All the misfits and homeless and wretched you can lay hands on and bring them in. The servant reported back, Master, I did what you commanded and there is still room. Now listen to this. 23. The master said, Then go to the country roads. The highways did not help. The, the rallies did not help. Now God said, go to the country roads. Whoever you find, this time, everybody on the street, like what we did yesterday on the outside, we go outside the street and whoever we meet, whoever is there, whether you are homeless, whether you have, you have money, whether you are rich or poor, no matter what, who you are, the gospel of Jesus Christ must be preached to you. I said the gospel of Jesus Christ must be preached to you. Yesterday when we were there, I realized that I had a privilege to speak to a couple of people. One couple that I spoke to them, they were standing there. I heard the woman singing the gospel of Jesus Christ following through. So I took my time to go and speak to them. I spent almost 10 minutes with them. After that, the husband said, thank you so much for the word of God. I will serve God with all my heart and with all my mind and with all my soul. Church, this is the word of God. It will never come void. Once you speak, it will have its free course on people. There's power that relies on your tongue until you speak. It's nothing. Jesus said, ask and it shall be given unto you. Ask. When you don't open your mouth to ask, nothing will be given to you. Hallelujah. The master said, then go to the country roads. Whoever you find, drag them in. I want my house full. We want this sanctuary to be full. There are millions of people that have not heard the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's for me and you who have heard the gospel to go to the outermost and preach the gospel unto one another. For people need the Lord. I said people need the Lord. People need to hear the word of God. People are struggling. The counsel of man could not change them. But the word of God will change them. I've seen people being sick. When a minister prayed, Pray for them. They receive their healing. That is the word of God. There is power that relies on the power of God. It's a good place to put your hands together. He says, I want my house full. Let me tell you, not one of those originally invited is going to get so much as bite at my dinner party. Hear this. He says, for those who have been invited that did not respond to the invitation. Those who originally, who God invited them that did not respond to the invitation. Jesus said, none of them will even have a, a bite of the dinner. Church, I challenge you this morning and I want to talk to you. If you don't know Jesus Christ, Today is the day that Jesus is inviting you. God is inviting you to come to his house as you are. 
He's inviting you to come as you are, and he will receive you. Jesus said he will feed you. You just come if you're hungry. Jesus said he will heal you. You just come if you're sick. Jesus said he will touch you. Whatever you are going through, come as you are, and he will give you rest. I said, hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is inviting you to come to a feast with him. All through the Bible, God invites people to come. Listen, in the Bible, in the book of Bible, it is stated that 2,106 times that God says, come. 2,000. And the Bible, the, the Bible was written in 1116. And today, the same word come applies to all of us. I said the same word come applies to all of us. In Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, the Bible says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. Church, I'm telling you this. No matter what load you are carrying today, that you think is too difficult for you. Every issue that you are going through, it's only God that can help you. I said, only God that can help you. If you are struggling in your education, it's only God that can help you to pass. If your business is not working, it's only God that can help you. Listen, you've tried many people, did not work. If you lift up your lamentation unto God, he will direct you to the one person. One person will change your life. You've been sick for many years. Doctors have said all sorts of things over your life that you will not do well. They told you that you have cancer. That is what the doctors are saying. But I tell you, God is saying that you are made whole through the blood of Jesus Christ. I said, through his blood, you are made whole. If you believe what I'm telling you, you will be made whole. I said, if you believe what I am sharing with you, if you agree that Isaiah 53, the Bible said that by his stripes we are healed, then the blood of Jesus Christ will heal you. If you believe that Bible said that he sent forth his word to heal their diseases, then no matter what sickness that you are going through, no matter what infirmity that is in your body, you will receive your healing. It's just a matter of believing and having faith. Come as you are. Come unto me, all ye that labor. You've torn, you've torn all day. The disciples said, Lord, We've turned the whole day, we catch nothing. If I'm leaving everything that I have to follow you, what are you going to give it to me? When you ask these questions, then you challenge God. And I'm telling you, when you challenge him, then he'll open the windows of heavens unto you. That is God. When the Israelites were struggling, when they were marrying and fighting, thinking that it, it is better for them to go back because they've reached a point where there's no way for them to go. Right there, the Lord parted the Red Sea into two. A place where they never thought. God just spoke. And the, the, the sea just parted into two. And they walked through the dry land. That is the God that we serve. When he invites you and you come, that's what he will do for you. Every issue, every burden, every trial, every temptation that you are going through, you will be set free. In 1 Corinthians 10, 13, Bible says that God will not give us something that we cannot bear. 
If you give your life to Jesus Christ, if you obey his word, he will make a way for you where there seems to be no way. The Lord will deliver you when the doctors say that you will die. God who said you will live and you will not die to glorify his holy name, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Amen. You have been invited to a feast that little things and little excuses keep people away from you. The reason why you have been invited to come to church today because there are so many things that are stopping you from coming to church. Little things. Little things. Little things. Like what? You know, many of us, without a doubt, you go to bed. By default, you will wake up to go to work. By default, you will wake up to go to church because those are your priorities. But when come at Sunday, you find it so even difficult to wake up. Your alarm will go off, then you snooze. You say five more minutes. Five more minutes come, then you snooze. Another five minutes, then you snooze. Before you realize it, church starts at 10.30. You will be here 12.30. Satan is at work. He says, come. It's also a heavy laden. It takes prayer to set you free from such laden. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Church, God is not inviting you just only to come and eat. He's inviting you to come with everything that you have on you that you think is a struggle. Hallelujah. I say everything. When I say everything, everything, the curse of this world, the curse of this world, the burdens that is going through in our life. Hallelujah. So God is saying, come as you are, and I will give you rest. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So I want you to prepare your heart and bring your burden to Jesus Christ, and he will give you rest. Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, the same scripture that I'm reading. God says that, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Take his yoke upon you. And learn of me, for I am meek and lonely in heart. And ye shall find rest unto your souls. My yoke is easy, and my burden is light. The burden of Jesus Christ is light. You know, in the book, Bishop gave a story about a gentleman whom, when he was 19, he was invited to church. Several times, this man, his friends and his family members invited him to come to church at the age of 19. Every day, as usual, like all of us, giving excuse. One day, I will come. One day, I will come. For 15 years, this man did not respond to this great invitation. Finally, one day, he made it to church. When this man went to church, the gospel of Jesus Christ was preached. When he went to church, the praise and worship was singing. There was a song that said, come unto me. Give me my whole life. That was the song. Come unto, come unto Jesus. Give him your life today. Come unto Jesus. Let him have his way. That was the song. 
that was singing the prison worship, this man was sitting there, never knocked his head to follow the song, never tapped his feet to follow the song. He was just sitting there, not responding to anything. The preacher came and preached powerfully. He preached a message about salvation as I'm preaching to you. After the message, he made an altar call. When he made an altar call, the expectation is that this man will respond to the altar call. Since he has not been to church for years and has never given his life to Jesus Christ. When the preacher made an altar call, this man did not respond to the altar call. Neither did he go even forward or did he even lift, lifted up his hands to say, Lord, I want to surrender. When everything was done after the service, this man did not respond to anything about the service. Nothing at all. The service was over. Do you want to know what happened to him? Do you want to know? Do you want to know? The man who did not respond, the last day that he made to church, he was carried in a coffin. It was a coffin that was brought to church. The, all these years that he has been invited to come and hear the gospel of Jesus Christ, that his life will be saved, that God will save him, that he will have an eternity, never responded to the salvation. The great invitation, never. He never responded. He was carried to the church with a dead body. The reason why he could not respond because the body was dead. There was no breath anymore. There was no life anymore. Church, let that not be your story. I say, let that not be your story. For Bible says in the book of Peter that it is the will of God that none perish. God wants everyone to be saved. God loves you so much that he sent his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have an everlasting life. If you believe in Jesus Christ today, your name will be written in the book of life and you will have an eternity. This is the message that Jesus is preaching to us today. If only we can yield ourselves to the voice of God, you and your household will be saved. I say you and your household will be saved. I say you and your household will be saved. Church, no matter what you've done, I don't care how many times you have been fornicated. I don't care how many times you have been stolen. I don't care how many times you have been divorced. I don't care how many times you have been stolen from others. But come as you are. He's crying unto you. He said, come as you are. Many of you have cheated many people. God is not looking at that. Who told you? Who told you that you are not worthy to go to heaven? Who told you that God does not love you? That's a lie. For God so loved the world that he gave his son, Jesus Christ, unto us. For God, Christ's sake, loved the world. The Bible says in the book of Romans, the whilst we were yet sinners, Christ died for you. So he's not looking for someone perfect. If I'm perfect, I will not stand here. You don't want to know my story. You don't know how far God has brought me. You don't want to count them. But I tell you, I am a testimony of the reason why Jesus Christ came to this world to die.
my life is a testimony of the reason why Christ came. Today, I challenge you. If you are sitting here and you do not know Jesus Christ, you have never responded to an altar call. Don't be like that gentleman who came to church and that was singing, that we were praying, that we were praising Jesus Christ. Did not respond. That was a dead body. I see breath in you. I see life in you. I know you have salvation in you. I know Christ loves you. I know Jesus loves you. All that he's asking you to do, respond to this great invitation. And your life will never be the same. Stand onto your feet. Jesus. Church, today is the day I believe the gospel of Jesus Christ has spoken. I want you to pray. Lift up your hands. Begin to pray and say, Lord, please forgive me. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Accept me in your kingdom and I will serve you. Lift up your hands unto the Lord. Labrondo, Libra andelebo sibir atabashalabrando. Mayelde rebo salabrando kabanda laba. I will never be the same again. I will never return. I've closed the very well we are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ and we are not embarrassed to give our life to Jesus Christ if you are here and you would like to give your life to Jesus Christ I would like to see you by hands lift up your hands wherever you are and I will say a word of prayer with you is anybody here who wants to give his life to Jesus Christ today church a life without Christ is a losing game Maybe this is your opportunity. Maybe this is the day. You don't know what's going to happen when you step out of this building. You don't know what may happen to you. The brother who was in the car to have an accident didn't plan that when he moved his car from his home, he was going to have an accident and die. The sister who just bought a ticket and bought a plane didn't know that as I'm boarding this plane, this plane is going to crash. He didn't know. Church, this is your moment. This is your time. This is your hour. 
that God is calling you to his house. He's inviting you. If we neglect this invitation, how can you escape? If you neglect this altar call, how can you escape? How can you escape sickness? How can you escape poverty? How can you escape the burden of this world? How can you escape the curses of Satan? This is the time. I give you 30 seconds. Lift up your hands where you are and I will say the word of prayer with you. Somebody, my God, in the name of Jesus. Yes. Why don't you say after me, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I thank you for today. I thank you for forgiving me my sins. I thank you for the blood of Jesus. That has washed away my sins. Please, Lord, write my name in the book of life. Jesus, thank you for accepting me. Say, Satan, hear me and hear me again. You have no place in my life today. You have no place in my life today. My body is the temple of Jesus Christ. My body is the temple of Jesus Christ. And Christ dwelleth in me. Christ dwells in me. That being said, I am no longer a slave. But I am a child of God. I am a child of God. I am a child of God. In Jesus' name. I said in Jesus' name. If you have prayed this prayer with me, your name has been written in the book of life. Why don't you give a clap offering unto your life? Hallelujah. I said amen. Amen. We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www dot lci manhattan dot com